Hey, Justin here with Stay at Home Dads Podcast. Welcome to the place I talk about a lot of different topics that encompass my life, from being a dad, a husband, as well as many other issues that guys face, plus hopefully other interesting things happening in the world. So thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. I really, really do appreciate it. All right, quick little recap, a little dance recap for you. So if you don't know, my wife and I, we started taking dance lessons, private dance lessons. Started back in May. We've been getting about one or two dance lessons in a week. I know, sounds kind of crazy. Kind of what in the hell am I doing here? Out of character for me, and I think out of character for probably a lot of of men, a lot of guys, kind of, ooh, I don't want to do dancing like that, you know? But I'll be honest, it's been, it's been really great. It's been an amazing experience. My wife appreciates it. I've been learning new dances and we've essentially been getting two 45 minute dates with each other every week. So that's a big deal. I mean, you're looking right into each other's faces, like intently, you know, there's no phones, there's no TVs. You're just dancing and moving with your instructor there, of course, too, but you're very focused on each other and you're very in the moment, I guess. So we actually signed up for what this studio calls Metal Ball, which is a, like a party dance program. Students get checked on their dancing, kind of a progress check where they're at. They check into new levels, kind of graduate, stuff like that. I was nervous as hell about doing this, but we actually decided to sign up for it. Get a level check, go to this party, have some fun. Plus we could bring the kids and that's always a nice bonus. We don't have to get a sitter. My girls get involved in dancing. They're loving dancing. It's kind of crazy. So we all get dressed up. My wife gets all dressed up. The kids get dressed up. I get a tie on, kind of dial myself in a little bit. I feel pretty good about myself. You know, I don't typically get dressed like that very often, especially being a stay-at-home dad. It's, well, I hate to admit it, but it's sweatpants and basic jeans and outdoor wear, I guess. But yeah, got dressed up, felt good. Still nervous, but at least I look good, nervous good. So we get to the party, we start doing some open dancing, some free dancing. They're just playing music and we're getting out there, partying and having a good time, get everybody loosened up. And then they start calling the heats of people, which that is two or three or four couples will go out at a specific time. They'll dance a predetermined dance, whether it be a foxtrot or a a rumba or waltz or whatever. So we went out for our couple dances that we did, feeling like we were under a microscope, essentially. Felt very weird. People saw us. People watched us dance. It's kind of a weird feeling to feel like the whole room is watching you. Kind of nerve-wracking, but we all had fun. My girls had a great time. It's Like I said, it's crazy that they're really into it as much as they are. So it's kind of a nice family thing that we get to do. It's expensive, but we get to do it. So anyways, moral of this rambling story that I have here is, well, do things out of your comfort zone. Yes, you know, your comfort zone, your safe little nest that feels so good. It feels normal. It's calm there. There's no worries, no surprises, no thinking. It's just our normal every day. But that also can mean no excitement, no thrill, no curiosity, no living, right? Then there's a complacency that can creep in, boredom can creep in, And uh, just the daily monotony. And it's, you know, kind of look at yourself and you're like, this is it. Well, you can change it. You know, just look at our kids. If you have them, they're curious little humans. Always asking, always wondering. 
especially about the most random shit. We hear these questions, probably nauseated by these questions at times because it's constant. My daughter asked me yesterday if salmon can breathe through their skin. And I was like, I have no idea, but this is just her curious brain, you know, hearing something at school and then talking about it at home. And it's, it's cool. I like it. I like where she's at. So they just always ask these questions, though, asking how things work, wanting to craft things or build things or do different experiences, exploring and jumping their bikes off ramps, climbing trees, all that stuff. I really think kids are great at living outside their comfort zones, going to new schools, being around new people constantly, trying new hobbies. I know I'm listing a lot of shit right now, just like my daughter with this dancing. I mean, she was in a room full of people that she didn't really know that well, if at all, and she didn't seem to care at all. Well, maybe she cared a little bit, but she still got out of that comfort zone, got out there, and and enjoyed herself and had fun doing something new. So as we get older, where does that go? Does that fade? Does that kind of leave us? That sense of adventure almost, doing new things, new things that we expect our kids to do? It seems to kind of disappear, doesn't it? And I know, I know, we have responsibilities as adults. We have jobs. We have bills to pay. We have kids to take care of. We have all these different aspects. We aren't just going to get out of our comfort zone and go jump out of a helicopter per se or go skydiving, something like that kind of knock those off the list, maybe. You know, maybe. Maybe you want to go do that. I don't know. But it's like we get so used to being comfortable, being complacent almost, that we never want to feel anything different. We don't want to be outside of those safe little bubbles. Even with our job, jobs become easy. They're no longer challenging. They, you just punch in and punch out. We know what to expect. Our hobbies are maybe dead. Maybe we don't even have any. Maybe they're too dangerous or they're too much work because we're a little bit lazy. So we sit in our comfortable furniture. We watch shows on the TV. Everything can be consumed and taken in from the comfort of our couch. We just look at our phone and see beautiful places or daring stunts or, I don't know, someone fishing in a stream or whatever. And we can even order food from there. We don't even have to get up and go out to a restaurant anymore. It's all done from the comfort of our safe little bubble. And I guess what I'm saying here is, in a sense, maybe we've become lazy, as well as a little bit fearful of new and different things. And that's kind of what keeps us in that little comfort bubble. So I found this article, and I'll mention here in a minute, and it had a couple quotes in it. And I just wanted to share them, get your opinion on them. First one was, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And the second quote was, A comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing ever grows there. So how do you kind of interpret those? What are your initial thoughts on those? The first one, I read it, I hear it. I'm not sure I completely agree. I mean, it sounds nice. It sounds motivational, like it should be on a t-shirt or something. It's one of those grabby headlines you see on Instagram with some uplifting backtrack music, you know, but does it mean much to me? I don't think so. Maybe I'm thinking of it wrong, but that's my opinion. I think everyone's perception is different, and there's a lot going on in people's lives right inside their zone, inside that comfort zone. And if they're happy there and they're living their life there, then who am I to judge that? I think there's something to be said for contentment as well. It's easy to label contentment as laziness. 
or as an unwillingness to grow from the outside, and I mean outside as someone looking in and making assumptions, I think those things are easily confused. Contentment and complacency, maybe even hard to answer for some people. Like, what am I feeling, you know? The second quote I agree with more, essentially saying the comfort zone is exactly what that says. It's it's a place of comfort. It's a place, you know, that's easily existable. Is that a saying? That sounds really, really weird. But yes, don't expect anything to, I don't want to say prosper, but grow, I guess. Just like the, the quote said that you are not going to experience anything new if you don't get out of that comfort zone. That'd be easiest thing to say, I guess. This article also states that it's not that people don't necessarily want to step outside their comfort zone, it's that they don't know where that zone really ends. And it's the fear of not knowing that holds people back and keeps them complacent. It's like walking into the ocean, they say. You're firmly on the bottom, you're walking, shuffling your feet, going slow, and you know there's going to be a drop-off, that deep point somewhere that's just going to, boom, hit and you're not going to be able to touch anymore. But you don't know where that is. You don't know where that drop-off will be. And they say that that fear is what keeps people in their safe little bubbles. I think how I relate with the comfort zone is that, oh, holy shit, should I be doing this? That type of moment you have, like, should I, this doesn't feel right, I shouldn't do this, or this feels dangerous or whatever. That's how I know that I'm outside my comfort zone. You get that that nervous feeling like, oh my gosh, I shouldn't do this. But you got to get, you got to push yourself. So if it scares you, or even exhilarates you, makes you nervous, then I think you found the outside of that comfort zone. Sorry I keep saying comfort zone. I feel like I've said it way too many times, and I'm not that far into today's episode, but sorry about that. I'll probably say it a bunch more. Is what it is. But yeah, I think a lot of people find reasons not to get out of it, some excuses not to do that scary thing or that nervous thing. And I'm not talking about, oh, skidding your car on black ice. Sure, that puts me out of my comfort zone, but it also puts me directly into a ditch in another car. So I'm also not talking about doing big deal things, maybe more on the micro level. I'm not talking about jumping out of planes or up and quitting your job to go chase a dream or whatever. Small things, little things that we could do. It could be scenarios within your job, being complacent and not happy anymore, wanting to make changes, but where you're currently at is is known, it's routine, but you're unhappy. You have to get out and take that leap kind of and get out of that zone. And I've been there. I know a lot of people have been there. Your job kind of sucks. You're not happy, but it's easy. So it's hard to make that transition to something else, especially when you're paid well. I've got this really good friend who used to really enjoy his job until inter-business ideals and protocols and just things change and happened over the years kind of slowly you know and now he dreads going to work every day like absolutely dreads it it's the worst thing ever to him he's paid well he usually likes what he does he likes that type of work but he just isn't fulfilled and happy anymore he's complacent but kind of stuck at this point where you're paid well but You hate your professional life. And in that situation, like, what do you do? Find another company and essentially rinse and repeat what you're already doing and go through the whole thing again, just over another expanded amount of time. My friend wants to start his own business. He wants to work for himself. But where does that put him at? Out in that scary, 
unknown, right? Out, out of that comfort zone. I said it again. Out in that land beyond that is uncertain. And then you're walking away from a well-paying job, you know? So it's, it's a juggling act. It's, it's a balance, I guess. And you got to really figure out what you want to do. And it's easy to talk yourself out of getting outside too. We can all come up with reasons not to do something or adding up all the risks or costs or whatever it may be. So taking those initial steps is probably the hardest part, but that's kind of what I think my friend should do. If that's really where his passion's at, then he knows what he has to do. Keep working your complacent job and then get your other ducks lined up and ready to go. That's kind of my advice. But this is much more than just complacency with your job. It could be as simple as going to a gym to change your, your life, changing your diet. I mention those because I deal with those on a regular basis. I'm, I'm always in the gym. I'm always trying to eat the best things I can eat. Could be meeting new people. Could be going out on a date with a, with a girl or a guy, experiencing just different things, new things. Hell, even traveling. People have to get out of their comfort zone just to even travel. So so this article I mentioned is titled Seven Benefits from Stepping Outside Your Comfort Zone. It's by this guy named Josh Miller, and I found it on LinkedIn. If you're not on LinkedIn, that's where I found it. We all know there's benefits, right? We all know there's benefits to getting outside your comfort zone. Um, so maybe Josh here has the answers. All right, number one, I'm just going to roll through these and go through them and give my two cents opportunity to grow. He says you can't expect to evolve and reach new heights if you only stick to the normal habits and routine lifestyle. And learning new skills and lessons will help you throughout your life. 100% agree. Uh, You can stifle yourself if you just stay in the same place treading water, which is great if you like that. Like I want to reiterate that. I'm not trying to come on to the people that are content. But if you don't like it, well, and there's a lot of people that like to complain, maybe not like to complain, but they tend to complain about their situations, why things aren't working out or why things are the way they are or whatever, you know, insert complaint here. And that's all they like to do is talk and sulk and complain. And there's no action behind any of those words. They're not doing anything to change what they're complaining about. They continue on with those normal habits and then they just don't grow. They don't, they don't get outside of that zone. See, I called it zone that time. All right, number two, when you get out of your comfort zone, you learn about yourself. Josh says, taking risks will help you grow as an individual and will teach you about your interests, your passions, your strengths, and of course, your weaknesses. And when you accomplish something you didn't think you were capable of, you become more confident. Then that newfound confidence and knowledge kind of feeds your what? It feeds your... Your brain, your soul, sounds a little lame and corny. Anyways, it builds you up. Let's just say that. It builds you up. It builds you up to want to do more and keep getting out of that comfort zone. It kind of reinforces that. Part of me thinks that some people don't even know that much about themselves. Does that kind of make sense? I know it sounds kind of weird, but it's like they don't take the time to learn those aspects of their lives or of themselves those interests and those passions, or they have them, but they just don't make the time for them. I don't know. It's just kind of a thought that popped into my head. All right, number three, when you get out of your comfort zone, you expand yourself and your creativity. Kind of falls right in line with the last one. You find your hobbies, you find your talents, and these challenging situations require you to find your own creativity in order to reach a new solution. 
Yeah, I agree. Especially when you're doing something new and for yourself, you aren't necessarily going to have someone right there telling you exactly what to do or what procedures to take. You will have to get creative and think for yourself and figure those things out on your own. And maybe that's the point they're trying to make with this one. I don't know. Number four, you increase your self-confidence. Yes, I already talked about this, but Josh also says proving to yourself you can push past boundaries, builds your self-confidence and self-esteem. He says insecurities love to feed on your habits of not trying. And if you stop thinking and start acting, you will realize what is actually possible. I like what he just said there. Stop thinking and start doing. People dwell on those insecurities and overthinking those what-if thoughts. And doing so prevents them from not finding the edge of that drop like we talked about. People get caught up in these reasons why they can't do something or why that won't work out. Yet they don't even try. But once you kind of start, you're going to build that confidence. That's why I say start small. Build that confidence and your confidence level will go up and then brings you up. All right, number five. When you get out of your comfort zone, you learn to deal with challenges. When you know you're able to overcome something that you thought was insurmountable, not possible at one point, you build that confidence and reinforce your independence of who you are. You realize that, hey, this was something that I thought I could not do and I figured out how to do it. Start that business or build that whatever you're trying to do. We overcome that struggle. We overcome that challenge. And the more we do that, the more confident and proud we become. I tend to reference starting a business or a job. I don't know why I keep kind of relating this to that. That's just kind of where my brain takes me. But like I said, this could be on that micro level too. So don't just think of it as big, big, big. Think, think small as well and get going and build up to bigger. All right, number six, when you do this, life becomes more lively. When you get out of that comfort zone, you get out of that mundane rut that we've all been in. I know we've all been in it. Life becomes more interesting. It becomes worth living. Sounds kind of extreme, but anyways. Josh says risks may look like adventures and obstacles may look like opportunities. When we are happier on the inside, our appreciation for what's around us will increase. I like that outlook, or at least I would like to have it. It's very positive. See a risk and not get worried and recoil away from it, but rather take it on as a challenge or an adventure. I like that. I'm going to have to really tell myself that next time something comes up that I initially feel scared to tackle or experience. But yes, life does become a lot more exciting when this happens. You're not just going through those same motions all the time. Go to work, feed the dog, clean the kitchen, go to bed, you know, day in and day out. That monotony, that everyday schedule can get pretty old. And I think getting out of that comfort zone can be done on that micro level. I know I keep saying that, but... I think that's kind of where it starts. So not just quitting your job to chase down your dream or going to run a marathon, which that's pretty doable. It's not that scary. Um, I ran a 10K, wasn't that bad. Granted, it's not a marathon, but still put me out of my comfort zone. It surely did. It could be simple stuff, though. Taking a cold shower. It could be taking the stairs instead of the elevator at work. It could be challenging yourself to do X amount of push-ups in a day. Taking dance classes. There you go. That's it. That's one you can do. It's a micro thing. Gets you out of that comfort zone. Could be running. Maybe you want to run a marathon, but start with a 5K and go to the 10K, like I said. Could be doing an open mic night. I would actually love to do that, but I'm not that funny. You probably already know that by now, but 
little open mic, little uh, comedy, something fun. But yeah, that's kind of kind of scary. That scares me. But that's a smaller thing. Well, that's kind of a bigger thing. But you get the point here. But there are just lots of different things around us that could get us out of that comfort zone. Maybe it's even talking to the new guy at work or talking to your new neighbor, taking someone out for lunch. I don't know. Anyways. All right. Last one here. Number seven. The last benefit to getting out of your comfort zone is that it builds new relationships. Josh says trying new things helps you meet all sorts of new people you otherwise wouldn't have met if you stayed in that little comfort bubble. And if you aren't happy with who you are or what you do, then it's going to be challenging for you to value the good qualities of others around you. In order to have good relationships with others, we must have a good relationship with ourselves. So stepping out, discovering who you are, overcoming your fears will result in better relationships with others. Decrease the drama, increase the confidence. I did a hand gesture there. I know you couldn't see it, but I did it anyways. I don't, I don't even know why. So yeah, if we just stay exactly where we are, doing exactly the same thing, what kind of new people are we going to meet? What kind of new relationships are we going to cultivate? That's a good word, cultivate. None, right? Not very many. And trying new things, well, yes, it'll change your life. But now trying new things on top of meeting new people while doing said new things, then boom, boom, boom. It's kind of a recipe for success, right? Kind of a tidal wave of fun. Okay, I'm kind of kidding there, a little excessive, but there's that possibility of opening new doors to even more new things. Remember, not risks and obstacles, but adventures and opportunities. Sounds pretty, pretty enticing, right? All right, so just to wrap up this regurgitated article that I just talked about, close out episode 82, what can we kind of take away from all of this? Who ultimately stands in our way of new things and experiences? Ourselves, we do. We hear it all the time. Every motivational post on the internet probably says that, right? We shoot ourselves down before we even get started. We find reasons to make our own ideas seem not feasible or stupid even or whatever it may be. Reason not to lose weight, a reason not to ask for that promotion, a reason not to start that new business idea or ask that girl out on a date, whatever. Even myself, I do it all the time with things in my life. So maybe I'll take something away from this podcast as well. Hopefully I will. That's why I do it. So, like I said, start small, because sometimes it doesn't take much for us to get out of our own way. So, I'll say it again, comfort zone, get out of it. Take that new friend, or take that old friend you haven't seen for a while, take them out to lunch. Actually, I think I'm going to call up one of my old friends and see if they want to go get uh, some chicken wings or something. It's like that saying goes, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Just a little and see how it goes, see how you feel. Anyway, I hope I provided you with some useful information today. Maybe it will help you do whatever you're trying to do or help you get those negative thoughts out of your head so you can get out of your comfort zone. I don't think maybe that'll be the last time I say it. But anyways, if you have anything to add, please uh, comment or ask a question or whatever. Shoot me a message over on podbean.com or you can toss it up on my social media. They're listed below in the description along with the article that I referenced today. And lastly, if you're enjoying this show, which I hope you are, I really do, then please maybe share it on your social media, tell a, tell a friend about it, throw it up in a story, and just let people know that they can grab it wherever they download their podcasts. So 
That'd be awesome. All right, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you all next week.